0: This is the NBL Show. Play NBL Fantasy for free. You could win $5,000 plus daily prizes at nbl.com.au slash fantasy.
1: Uh, yes indeed, welcome to the NBL show for another week Sam Hargraves joined as always by NBL champion Peter Hooley We're going to go through the results of round 13 With one game to come tonight uh, Which should be an absolute cracker On a special night in Tasmania At the Silverdome It's the New Zealand Breakers their home away from home uh, For a while yet to go in this season Take on the Perth Wildcats We've got to speak about the Wildcats Because they were looking for 10 wins in a row It didn't quite work out The Adelaide 36ers, the unlikely uh, disrupt of that very impressive run of wins. But before we do that, let's get to a New Zealand international. Uh, he's at the Cairns Taipans now after some years with the New Zealand Breakers. And Cairns got a big game at tomorrow night as well. Uh, they take on the 36ers at the Cairns Pop-Up Arena. Jordan Nartai has been good enough to jump on the phone. Jordan, hello to you.
2: Hello, fellas.
0: Now, Jordan, I spoke to you a bit last season, the off-season, I and mean, For someone who knows how good you are and how talented you are, talk to me about how coming to Cairns came about. You were at the Breakers for a couple of years, and did you just see there was going to be more opportunity for you in Cairns and made that jump?
2: Um, Yeah, in a way, but I also just felt like being with the Breakers for so long, I just needed a refresh button. I was there for six years, and I didn't accomplish the things that I had in mind, so I just thought the best scenario for me personally was just to just to get a refresh button and come to Cairns when the opportunity arose.
0: Well, how's it all gone? We'll talk about it a bit on the court in a, in a second. But how's it gone living in Cairns? Obviously, it's different to New Zealand. It's it's pretty warm up there a lot, and I've only been up there when I go to when we used to travel up there. There's a lot of bats, a lot of fruit bats around. But how's it been living in <laughs> up in Cairns?
2: Oh, very like the first. I'd say probably three weeks. I had to try and adjust to the heat, bro. Like it was tough. I mean,
1: very humid. Just
2: non stop sweating. I tell you that. Like <laughs> especially in practices, I was like every building I walked in, I just needed to have aircon. But um, no, nah, it's been good. I mean, there's great people up here. It's a it's a real. I feel like it's a real island vibe up here, and it does remind me of of my time a bit when I was in college in Hawaii. But no, nah, I'm enjoying it. I mean, great people up here. Great fans. I think that, that's what's made it so much easier to adjust.
0: And now we talk a bit about the season. It's been a struggle for the Thai but you showed on the weekend that you're not going to back down from any fight for the rest of the season. What can you highlight as being the, the toughest thing that you've had to try and get through this season? You've had some key injuries late, but early on in the season, there were a couple of struggles you saw on the defensive end. What's the one thing that's really stood out that, in hindsight, you wish you could go back and start fresh with?
2: Yeah, I think it's a tough one. I mean, you mentioned the injuries and I mean everyone around the league is having is having injury mm-hmm. problems right now. Um so hopefully everyone every player that's had injury problem comes back with a speedy recovery. But I think for us personally is like sometimes we're just our own worst enemy. We shoot ourselves in the foot sometimes, especially we're in the fight for the whole game and then just a couple of possessions and then it it turns to like an eight point game. I think um I don't know if it's our focus or if it's our attention to detail sometimes, but I think when I think we never stop fighting, we're always in the fight. It's just it's just key moments of our focus, I reckon.
0: Well, there's no doubt you don't get, stop fighting because we see that, and we see that that win you had up in Cairns against the Sixers. The fans are still packing it out. They enjoy it. What's it like to be out of – we talk about we're still in the middle of a pandemic, but fans are going crazy still, and you get to put on a show that when the tight ends are up and about, there's some exciting players on your roster. What's it like playing in front of the fans of the snag pit?
2: I think it's awesome. I mean, like you said, we're going through a pandemic right now, and there's not much countries that are allowing fans to come and, have fun at a stadium have fun at a basketball game and i think I think that kind of helps with the whole pandemic situation just gets guys to get fans to take their mind off of the whole pandemic situation and to enjoy enjoy the moment enjoy the game and the fact that they're still coming to us even though it's a tough season for us it just just goes to show how how loyal these fans are and how great these fans are.
1: Uh, Jordan, you've, you've had a successful career, you've represented your country, you've won an NBL championship, you've won four uh, in the New Zealand uh, National League as well. So you, you're used to winning where you go. How and Pete's talked about some of the difficulties, but how do you reset yourself on a year when when you and you would know this now that you go, well okay, we can't make finals, but then what are we what are then our goals to reset to? How do you find having to make that mental shift?
2: I think we just gotta focus on on us and what what our like you said our goals we we those goals don't necessarily change, but it's what we wanna to develop towards the end of the season. What team do we wanna be going to the end of the season and try and carry on for the next couple of seasons? Do we wanna keep building this culture into into next season or do we wanna change the perspective on things like it's it's tough it's a tough one to say 'cause each each year that I've been in the league, each journey is different. Um, but I think, I think for us to continue to keep playing through these tough times and trying to find different ways to win and trying to find that motivation is always, is always a good thing.
0: Now, I want to speak a little bit about your international team for the Tall Blacks, and you've had some really good success for the mm. Tall Blacks, but sitting back now, and you're looking around the league, how, a,
1: lot of, a lot of Kiwi players a lot in of the Ki- league, and
0: how exciting is it to watch everybody flourish, and now, it, it is disappointing what's happened with the Tall Blacks, we know in the international stage going forward, but... You've got some guys coming through. Now, we know Ruben Tarangi. He's found his niche again. He's playing some good basketball. Yanni Wetzel, Isaiah Liafa's come out of nowhere. And we just look around yeah. at how exciting the young talent crop is for the tallbacks going forward. You must sit back and watch these games, even though they're, I guess, your enemies when you play against them, but thinking, man, I can't wait to put on a tall Blacks jersey with these guys.
2: Oh, 100%. Like, it's awesome to to find the brotherhood that, that we have developed in that tallbacks culture. Um I mean I, you just mentioned Isaiah came out of nowhere but like playing against him when he was a young guy and just seeing him develop to what he is now like for us we've seen that development we've seen his work put in through the through the hard stages even Yanni, just seeing his work that he's that he's done in college and then developing still in his pro career like it's been awesome to watch and I feel like those guys are going to going to make a name for themselves Long after, long after we're finished as well. So, it's awesome. It's awesome.
0: Well, I can't wait to see you guys flourish. But you need to tell us what's the key. How do we get the big Stephen Adams to line up in a Tall Blacks jersey at least once? I know everybody's trying, but there's got to be some oh. secret, surely.
2: Oh man! If I had that secret, i would be texting him about <laughs> it. Like, uh, if someone, else, if anyone else out there knows, please let us know. Because <laughs> something, something needs to happen. But no, nah, I think, I think with Steve, like he's his own man. I mean, he's got to make the decision when he's ready, and if he wants to, I mean, the door's always going to be open for him. Jordan, uh, forgive my ignorance, but were you
1: part of uh, the, the team where they, when you played against the US team and, and did that extraordinary harker? Were you playing? And and the look of just bewilderment and shock, but awe on the face of some of the greatest players in the world—it was. It, it's just—it's a must-watch video. Were you playing that day?
2: Nah, I wasn't in that squad that long, but just like the video over and over again, like it's it's awesome to That's see. It's spine tingling, how they, yep. Oh, and just how they how they held themselves, like I, I don't know exactly what the talk in the locker room was, but I mean, I think the way they respected our our Haka was awesome yep. and credit to them.
1: Uh, credit to you as well mate It's been great to have you on for a chat uh, Good luck for the rest of the year And what's been a tough one for you guys But uh, the cans showed last year That the pieces are all there You've got the right coach uh, And hopefully it can be a much better one for you But hopefully there's a lot of positivity To come out of what remains of, of this season in 2021
2: For sure, thanks so much guys
1: uh, Jordan Nartai, a Kiwi International NBL champion as well uh, Obviously just an all-round ripping bloke um, And it must be tough too when you when you make a decision like he would have been to look at that Cairns performance last year and go, that's that looks like a perfect fit for me. They're in the window. Um, they're, they're in contention, the finals last year, and then it just hasn't gone according to plan. But you listen to him and the positivity he brings, and he must just be wonderful for that locker room.
0: Oh, I'm just so glad to see everyone else gets to know how good he is now, and he's had some big breakout games over the last couple of weeks. He can flat out go, and as he said, he just needed a refreshing button for his career, and I think he made the right choice, but I think the biggest thing with Cairns this year has been that whole, the hunter versus the hunted. Last year, that they had no expectations about him and kind of shocked the world, and they became everyone's second favorite team. Uh, in the country, and now he came in with the expectation of, okay, this team's going to compete for a title. Didn't start that way, and they're all of a sudden they didn't have that same kind of mentality to dig themselves out of it. So uh, it's always harder to play that way, but they'll, they'll still win games. They will ruin a lot of parties towards the end of this season. Uh, Illawarra in fourth place. They only just lost that game,
1: and Scott Machado only had three points and a couple of assists. So they they can play. Mm. They just haven't been able to string the performances together.
0: No, no doubt. And they've got key injuries. quite Noy being out. He was going to be a huge piece of them. Majuk yep. Deng, that really hurts them yes. losing him. But what it does mean is young guys, Tad Dufemeyer, young DP, gets a chance to play. Yep. Um, speaking of Dufemeyer, a ta- game in Tassie tonight as well. So it's all happening in the NBL. But really exciting. Uh, young crop of guys that I think Mike Kelly will be able to use towards the end of this season Uh, We will come
1: back and go through the results so far round 13 the biggest takeaways from Pete Hooley, the Hooley hierarchy is still to come and we'll look ahead to round 14 as well and talk more about what is a really exciting night the Tassie Jack Jumpers will be in the league next year, the Silverdome is the venue tonight uh, for the New Zealand Breakers who are hubbing in Tasmania at the moment they take on the Perth Wildcats, the most successful team in NBL history, we're hoping for Great turnout! It should be a cracking night. Um, plenty more still to come on the NBL show on SEN.
0: You're listening to the NBL show. Play NBL fantasy for free. You could win five thousand dollars plus daily prizes at nbl.com.au/slash fantasy.
1: Uh, Don't forget, you can watch all the Hungry Jacks NBL on SBS Viceland, ESPN, SBS On Demand and Twitch, all games before 7.30. They're on SBS Viceland, all games after, they're on ESPN, all games will be streamed on SBS On Demand and Twitch. Sam Hargraves, NBL champion Peter Hooley here. I'll whip through the results of uh, what's uh, still an ongoing round 13. Pete Hooley with a game tonight, the New Zealand Breakers and the Perth Wildcats at the Silver Dome. Uh, You'll be calling that action. Um... Hawks over the uh, Hawks and the Bullets uh, in Illawarra, 88-82. Bullets had a win there. Uh, Kings went down to the Wildcats by four points. Wildcats just continuing to have the wood over the Sydney Kings. That was nine in a row uh, for the Wildcats, and we'll talk about that in just a moment. Hawks had a nail-biting win over the South East Melbourne Phoenix. Ryan broke off injured in that game and didn't play in their follow-up win against the Kings. 36 is the biggest story of the round. 83-68 to 68 win over the Perth Wildcats, and they end that 9 game winning streak. United made it uh, six on the trot when they beat the Breakers. I was there on Saturday night. Uh, It was a scrappy win, but uh, a win nonetheless. Uh, Phoenix Underman, 98-84 win. That was impressive over the Kings. Uh, and then the Taipans went down by two points to Illawarra. Illawarra, another tight win for them. The United Melbourne United made it seven in a row uh, with a nine-point win over the Bullets last night. Uh, and then, as we say tonight, the Breakers
0: and the Wildcats. Pete Hooley, your main takeaways of round 13? Well, my, my main takeaway, I was calling that game, saw you sitting courtside and, and looking very nice, unlike one of your colleagues, Cam Luke, who yeah. was wearing a thrift shop jacket. But we can't all... Dressed nice, so you look good. Though you had fun, yeah,
1: I had a great time. Yeah. I took one of my best mates, uh, who's uh, who loves his basketball and and played uh, Bendigo Braves juniors, and um, he hadn't been in years. Uh, he'd been he went when uh, United were in Bendigo recently, but he hadn't been down here to watch a game. Uh, so we we had an absolute ball, and uh, it was uh, it was great to be able to do that. Uh, your major takeaways, other than Cam Luke's
0: jacket, well, it has to be on another negative note. DJ Vasilievich ruptured yeah. Achilles, which is honestly. Second, well, tied worst story of the year with Jack White doing his Achilles the week yep. before. Uh, they are two of the brightest young talents we have in the league in Australia. Two future boomers, I think, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, he was probably at that stage lock of rookie of the year, which might really hurt him going forward. But the worst part about both these injuries to these guys is not only do they miss the rest of this season, they're going to miss the rest of next season because the way the schedule goes back to normal, it's a 12 to 14 month injury. So we're not going to see two of the best. For a uh, long time, which is really tough. And it's it going to really hurt the Kings. They're going to have to get another piece, I reckon, um, for that because he was just so good. And apparently, growing up, they're the same age. They have very eerily similar careers in terms of highs and lows of what happens in their life. So it's very scary and creepy when this happens a week apart. But on a more positive note, I'd like to highlight the Illawarra Hawks. They had three games in six days and to get over the line, they lost to the Bullets, but to beat the Phoenix by two, Ryan Brokoff had a small groin strain. We hope it's nothing worse than that. They came back from 17 points down to win that, mm. and it was a phenomenal performance down the stretch.
1: It was Vic Law's another yep. sad story from injury. Uh, good news for the Bullets though was uh, Buck superstar Chris Middleton, uh, who uh, mm. has confirmed that he will become a minority owner in the Brisbane Bullets. So this is an NBA All Star. Ah, uh, plays second fiddle. Plays Robin to Giannis Antetokounmpo's Batman. Uh, very good basketballing pedigree. That just roll it off the tongue from you. Another NBA uh, affiliation, affiliated owner. Um, Will Magne is another story to come out. There's been waived mm. by the New Orleans Pelicans despite uh, impressing. He was on a two-way contract,
0: which is. Or on it, given his name's two-way magnate. I'm not actually sure what that means. Now, I know he has been waived, which he's going to get another chance, but I don't know whether the Bullets retain his rights or if it's right now it's a bidding war with trying to get magnate back. And there's a couple teams... Surely
1: they're looking to an NBA team first and foremost. I would
0: think so, as if there's going to be an option. But if not, if he's not going to play anywhere, there's a plenty of NBL teams that could use his services. Now, we already seen Jack White's out for the year. Melbourne United, it would be ridiculous to see him sign... Uh, Get alongside Jock Landale, but another one, Perth Wildcats. They've got another spot. I know it's an import spot, but imagine him against with up with Mooney. That would be some exciting uh, backcourt, uh, frontcourt. Sorry from from the Wildcats. with so many options, and it would be good to see him back. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, Adelaide thirty six is a big story out of the round as
1: well. Uh, that win over the Wildcats is as impressive as it gets. And some people might say, "Oh, they were due for a, a night off." That's not the way the Wildcats go about it. Uh, that's not Wildcats basketball. So, to get an 83 uh, to 68 win, and they really did it by committee, which was impressive. Josh Giddy continues just to uh, see his stocks rise uh, 13 points to go with 12 assists and six rebounds. Uh, DJ was fantastic. 28 points for him to go with eight rebounds as well. Brandon Paul back in the starting lineup, 20 points for him. Uh, Sunday, Jets chipped in. Uh, Keanu Pinder chipped in with some valuable points uh, as well. Um, it was that starting five that really did the the all the work for him. And then uh, Jack McVay's an underrated player who
0: played an important role as well. He really did. And I think the Sixers right now are slowly figuring it out. It might, might be a bit late in the season, but there's still so many games left that if teams above them continue to falter, I think the top three might be locked away. But that fourth spot will be up for grabs. Really exciting end if Isaac Humphries comes back in a week or so. Josh Giddy is leading the charge. His draft stock's getting higher. The Sixers are playing well. And Daniel Johnson, just quietly... Is the most underrated player in the last decade for the NBA. Even, yep. It's ridiculous. He just goes about his business, had 5,000 points. Uh, if, you go on, if you go and have a look at the all-time stats leaders mm. for the Adelaide 36ers, his name's in just about every category. And that's huge. You- and I grew up idolizing Brett Maher. So you look at all these yep. kind of guys and to have his name in there. And it's funny because he started the Sixers when I was training with him and he was the quietest guy ever. And just to see him have this level of success year in, year eight, year out, has been really awesome. So the 36ers have got
1: cans tomorrow night. Um, they then have got the Phoenix at John Kane Arena for round 14. Round 15, they finish out the year with United at John Kane, which is going to be tough. They've then got... The breakers to finish out the year. They need to win. There's a lot. No, that's only the roster to now. The schedule. There's
0: still more games to come after that. There's I, I,
1: plenty. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm aware of that. what <laughs> I mean is, I, I shouldn't have said finish out the year. To finish out this run of, mm. of schedule, um, if they can win three out of four of those, They're and right. then as we yeah. uh, as we do get into the the last third roughly of the year, they they currently sit with nine wins for the year. The Hawks are on. 12 wins, and they sit in fourth. But if they can get three wins out of the next four games against that caliber opponent, they're right back in.
0: Well, they are, and it's because they're building towards something consistently. You look at the Hawks, they've been up and down for the whole season, so you'd be rather have your money on the Sixers with the way they're playing consistent basketball. There's only two
1: teams now that can't make it, and that's New Zealand (laughs) and Cairns. Everybody else, United locked in, Wildcats locked in, And then with the Phoenix on 13 wins and the Hawks on 12, they sit third and fourth. They're both gettable. Mm -hmm.
0: It is. It's going to be such a blockbuster into the season. And I know they're probably out of it, um, the New Zealand breakers, but there is a big chance they're going to be heading home for a couple of games towards the end of the season. How good of a reward will that be for not only the players, but all the fans of New Zealand to get to support their team? Uh, before we get
1: the Huli uh, hierarchy and then get your tips for this weekend's games, what about tonight? Mm. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a big occasion. It's an important occasion. It's exciting. Silver Dome uh, down in Tassie. New Zealand Breakers are hubbing there. Wildcats go down there. Jack Jumper's not far away. We know the coach. We know, you know, we know a lot. And uh, it's an
0: exciting time for basketball in Tassie. It's going to be awesome, isn't it? We're going to see a lot of Jack Jumpers jerseys, you think, flying around. Scott Roth will be there. Everybody's just going to love it. And as you said, this is just like a little warm-up, a little tease of what they get to have next year. So uh, I'm really excited to, to watch this game. Hopefully they put on a good show. And there's a couple more coming. So it's going to be not just one and done. They get to have this nice little warm-up leading into next season. Who's winning? Oh, you you got to go. Perth, don't you? After losing that game and Bryce Bryce Cotton struggled. Sunday, Detch did a really good job. So you think it's going to be, he's going to come out and try and he might have 50.
1: They grounded out uh, and, and should be proud of their efforts underman New Zealand mm-hmm. uh, against United. Yep. United just too good in the end, as you'd expect them to be, but they will made to earn it. Cool. Uh, and New Zealand will make Perth earn it
0: uh, as well. Hooley hierarchy? Well, you've got, as you said, those top three. I think the Phoenix, United, and Perth Wildcats are in there. And honestly, my next best team that I think is doing the best right now are the Adelaide 36ers. I think they are right back in the hunt if they just keep taking care of business. Uh, Round
1: 14 starts tomorrow night. We'll get a one-word tip from you for each of these games. Uh, And don't forget, you can watch the Hungry Jacks NBL on SBS Viceland, ESPN, SBS On Demand and Twitch. All games before 7.30, they're on SBS Viceland. All games after, they're on ESPN. All games on SBS On Demand and Twitch. Uh, Taipan's 36s in Cairns.
0: 36s. Kings and Phoenix in Sydney. Phoenix, I think they're just too strong right now. Breakers. It's, sorry for not being a word, by the way, Sammy.
1: Breakers, Bullets at the Silver Dome. Oh, I'm going to go Breakers. Yeah, I think you're right. Bullets have, have fallen away. Vic mm. Law's a massive out, and it just seems that all a bit too much is left with Nathan Sobey, with Lamar Patterson still working his way back into cohesion there. Uh, Wildcats, Hawks uh, back in Perth. Wildcats. Phoenix,
0: 36. Is at John Kane? It's going to be a big one. Uh, I think if Adelaide get the win tomorrow, oh, is that Humphrey's yeah? back
1: for that? No, one? I don't not think yet. so.
0: I don't think so. But I think if Phoenix have, to, well, who knows with Ryan Brokoff? I'll go with Adelaide. And is Ryan Brokoff back for that game? Don't thi- I haven't heard. I'm I'm not sure. So I don't have, don't know how bad his groin strain is. Okay, uh, so you're going with the 36ers,
1: yep. uh, Kings and Taipans in Sydney. Kings, United and the Hawks at John Kane? United, Wildcats, Breakers, RAC.
0: Wildcats, tough to beat them there. Yeah.
1: yeah, absolutely. Hey, mate, it's been great to spend uh, another Tuesday evening with you, and that's us done and dusted uh, for another just scintillating uh, edition uh, of the NBL show. Um, have you – is anyone beating the, – the last question I'll ask you, is anybody close – who's the closest
0: person to Bryce Cotton to take out the MVP Ooh. at this stage so far? The way the bullets are playing now hurts me, so I'm going to have to say Jock Landau. I think Bullets, Otherwise, it would have been Nathan Sobey. Nathan Sobey, yep. Sobe, what he did last night was incredible to put yep. them on his back in the second half. Nearly still at 50%, 40%, 90% from in that uh, volume as shooting. He is having an outstanding year. He needs some sort of reward for that. Beautifully done. Pete Hooley, you can
1: catch him on the NBL broadcast as well. Remember all the times for that. SBS Viceland, ESPN and SBS On Demand and Twitch. That's it from us. Uh, for all details on all games, make sure you get onto the NBL website. Uh, Sporting Capital continues uh, after this. one three hundred seven three six seven three six 736 736 on SEN.